Be prepared for offensive language throughout adult and sexual themes. Queer as Pop, Episode 8. Welcome. A special shout out to all the new listeners. Thank you so much for subscribing. On this week's episode, I'm going to talk about invasion of privacy and how can we protect ourselves. But first, like every week, I'm gonna do a quick rundown on the hot topics of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for... Cardi B was on Saturday Night Live to celebrate her new album. She performed her singles, including Be Careful, in which performance she revealed with a bump in her dress that yes, she is in fact pregnant. So she's another one in the club of people who get pregnant in the beginning of the climb to success. She is in good company though. Remember death. Yes, she also had a baby right after releasing her debut album. You might be wondering, whatever happened to her? Exactly. Talking about Cardi, she released her debut album Invasion of Privacy on Friday with really good reviews. Some people say it's a rush album, but in my opinion, we finally see a viral hit ride their 15 minutes of fame straight to the bank. The highlights of the album are the songs Drip, Bickenhead, Boda Yellow that surprisingly fits amazing with the whole album, Be Careful, I Like It, and Bardier Cardi. So you know what Cardi B is doing right now, right? She is winning. She just appears to be just a little bit ghetto to me. A little bit ghetto, you know, a little bit hood. Black China got into a fight on Six Flags. The Kardashian Trojan horse got upset after a girl approached her daughter, Dream, and touched her. China went ballistic and threw a stroller towards this woman. And you can watch the video online. It's everywhere on Twitter, on YouTube. She goes crazy. You know what? These are the moments when families need to step in and take children of irresponsible parents. First, all the drama with Rob, the sex tape, the naked pictures, then she gets with an 18-year-old boy, and now public displays of violence? I never thought I would say this, but Kris Jenner, take that child of that woman. Better to be a Kardashian than an uneducated stripper. You're a dummy, bitch. You will never know shit. Don't nobody want you. Don't nobody need you. Gossip blogger and professional troll Paris Hilton said that he wouldn't want his son to be gay. He said the following in a podcast. Taylor Swift invited Amber Rose and her son to her concert because Amber Rose's son is a big Taylor Swift fan. And then mm -hmm. a lot of people started commenting 
that her son's gay or going to be gay because he listens to Taylor Swift. He's five years old, by the way. <laughs> People are buttholes. The more I thought about that, I'm like, Taylor Swift music is not going to make you gay. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. There's no music that's going to make you gay. <laughs> However, I purposefully would not put my son in dance class because dance class might make your kid gay. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just being silly. <laughs> no, I'm actually being very serious. Let me walk this back for one second. If your kid was interested in dance class, you would, of course, sign him up for dance. No, I don't think I would. Oh, come on. Why not? I think dance class can make your kid gay. You can't make anyone gay. You're either gay or you're not. Yeah, I think dance class could help. Then, to back up his perspective on the topic, Hilton posted a YouTube video to explain where he was coming from. Being a gay man, or even a gay woman, or a transgender man or a trans woman in America and around the world is still a harder road to travel on. We are still discriminated against. And I don't want my son or, or daughter or my other daughter to have a harder path in life. I would say a good amount, maybe like 50% or more of little boys who take dance class end up being gay. I don't think that's a homophobic thing to say. Just like, um, I don't think it's a homophobic thing to say that a disproportionate amount of male singer, actor, dancers on Broadway They're all bottom. are gay. There are more gay men drawn to that profession. That's not homophobic, that's just a fact. Oh wow. I gotta say, as much as I disagree with the whole idea that doing certain things makes people gay, which is basically agreeing with homophobes that being gay is a choice. If I had a son, I also would prefer if he was straight, just for the fact that it's easier and he wouldn't struggle with the whole thing, you know? And even though he will grow up in the gayest household in the world, as a gay parent, there's not much one can do for a gay child. Children are vicious these days. Saying that, I think Paris Hilton is a tool and a joke. So he is the last person I will take advice from. He moans and cries about being alone, but with this kinds of statements, who is going to marry you? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Know that asshole is connected to the spine, which is connected to the brain. Bitch, and you done lost your goddamn mind, girl. Former real-life ugly Betty and fashion extraordinaire, Mark Jacobs is engaged. He proposed to his boyfriend, Charlie DeFrancesco, with a little flash mob at a Chipotle. First of all, it's 2018. Who the fuck does flash mobs? Only gays in developing countries who are late to the gig and literally basic white people. That is not correct. Look. I personally wouldn't mind if somebody proposed to me in that fashion. I love to dance and I love my Mexican food. But the Mark, the Jacobs? Mm, Chipotle girl, Chipotle. You know what, he's almost 60, so he must be into this cheesy kind of things, which is cute. I just thought he would make something huge for this kind of moments. 
But I guess there's room for everybody. Let's just say that. Joan Collins is joining the cast of the new season of American Horror Story. All I gotta say is Who cares? Russell Crowe had an auction called The Art of Divorce. Oh wow. Where he sold personal memorabilia and items he wanted to get rid of after his split from Danielle Spencer, his former wife of nine years. In five hours, he made three million dollars in the auction. However, seven thousand were from a bid on a used leather jockstrap. You heard that right. Someone paid seven k for a leather jockstrap used by Russell Crowe. The question is, not why, but whom? Who bought it? Also, who would you buy a jockstrap from? I don't have that fetish, but I will take whatever Marlon Brando wore: a jockstrap, a shoe, a thong, a catheter, anything. He was so hot. Oh my God! May he rest in his fine ass piss. You can actually watch Russell Crowe's auction on Facebook. <laughs> on really sad news, you guys, the gorgeous Stephen Carr Stephenson from the kids show Lazy Town announced that his cancer came back and this time is terminal. The Icelandic actor who plays the villain of the kids' show was diagnosed of pancreatic cancer in 2016, making a full recovery afterwards. However, earlier this month he revealed that it came back, but this time is inoperable. He tweeted, "It's not until they tell you you're going to die soon that you realize how short life is." Time is the most valuable thing in life because it never comes back. And whether you spend it in the arms of a loved one or alone in a prison cell, life is what you make of it. Dream big. He followed by deleting all of his social media accounts. His wife confirmed they will work on extending his last days on Earth. I gotta say, when you're a kid, you see the villain on television and hope. They go away, and his character Robbie Rodden on Lazy Town was annoying as fuck. <laughs> But now that we are grown up, I really don't want the villain to go. It's really sad to see someone like him slowly fading away. May his last days in this planet be amazing and filled with joy. Make sure to send love to Stefan. He still has. His Instagram up, and on some drag race tea, <laughs> Yuha Hamasaki was sent home after an acting challenge and one of the most gorgeous runways we've seen on Drag Race. Yuha couldn't rise to the occasion and sadly had to leave. The vixen is still up on Aquarius' face. And making more drama than we thought. I guess we can all agree that she 
really came to fight. And you know what guys, I'm sorry, but she raised a really important topic. When a white person talks loudly about people and is mean-spirited, that person is empowered. But when a black person does it, it is typical black angry person. I totally agree. These white twinks are evil. They're all bottom. Azalea Banks is right. You know, especially the white guys, they be like, yeah, honey, oh, let's throw shade, let's have a kiki, all this other shit, you know what I mean, or whatever, whatever they're saying. And then you want to turn around and be like, you know, like, 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 oh, you a bitch, you a slut, you a this, like, oh, you a flop, you a this. Well, all right, if you could call me a flop and you could call me a this, why well, can't call you a faggot? Mm. You call me a bitch, I call you a faggot. What's the difference? Aquarius started crying and feeling victimized because of Vixen and how annoying she was and how mad she was and how angry she could get. But you started it. If someone tells you, don't push my buttons or I'm going to come after you. Don't push it, don't push it, and you push it, what the fuck do you expect? This reminded me of the Rosie O'Donnell versus Elizabeth Hasselbeck fight on the view. Do you guys remember? Well, now, let me it. tell you why I don't want to do it. Because it. here's how it gets spun in the media. Rosie, big, fat, lesbian, loud Rosie, attacks innocent, pure Christian Elizabeth. Yeah, and I'm not doing it for the rest of the Let me do it. Oh, wow. Defend your own insinuations. I defend my thoughts. You know what? Poor little Elizabeth is not poor little Elizabeth, That's okay? right. That's why I'm not going to fight with you anymore, because it's absurd. So for three weeks, you can say all the Republican crap you want. You I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to do it. It's much easier to fight someone like Donald Trump, isn't it? Because he's obnoxious. I've never fought him. Since September, yes, I have told you I support the truth. I have troops. done the same for you. I asked you if you believed what the Republican pundits were saying. Say yes, you said nothing, and that's cowardly. No, 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 no. Nothing. That is not. Do not. Do not call me a coward. Wendy Williams has also talked about this topic. Because when she was on Dancing with the Stars, she wouldn't follow the script when she participated. Yes, you guys, Dancing with the Stars is script dead. Wendy says that they were giving her the angry black woman role and she refused. So, she was ironically eliminated next week. How do you like them apples? I'm telling you, there's a secret agenda in Hollywood and politics to portray anyone who is not white, Christian and straight as the crazy bad guy. You can see it everywhere, to Mexicans to gays, to lesbian, transgender, Muslim, anything that is not Christian, white and straight. I totally agree what the vixen is saying. Be careful y'all. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. They're all bottom. And now it's time to go to this week's topic. Invasion of privacy and or data that we are giving away. I told you on the very first episode of Queer As Pop that we should all leave Facebook by 2020. I told y'all before all this mess happened and now here we are. As you may know, there's a huge issue right now with Facebook when it came to light that Cambridge Analytica, a political data firm 
hired by Trump's 2016 election campaign gained access to private information on more than 50 million Facebook users. They're all bottom. The firm offered tools that could identify the personalities of American voters and influence their behavior. On British television, there was a special report showing video of Cambridge Analytica executives offering to entrap politicians. The data includes details on users' identities, friend networks, and likes. Their idea was to map personality traits based on what people had liked on Facebook, and then use that information to target audiences with digital ads. Researchers in 2014 asked users to take a personality survey and to download an app, which scraped some private information from their profiles and those of their friends, activity that Facebook permitted at the time and has since banned. I don't want to go into detail of who said this, who said that, who is doing what, and why this happened. Facebook fucked up, and they know it. Their CEO knows it, Trump knows it, CNN knows it, Fox News knows it, the BBC knows it, you know it, your mama knows it, everybody knows it, Facebook done fucked up. It's not about the basic data gathering. Because at the end of the day, sometimes having Big Brother watching is good for our own good. That's how they trap pedophiles, kidnappers, drug cartels, etc. Also, I don't know if you have noticed, but sometimes you type something on Google. And for the next 24 hours, you don't see anything but ads about that certain thing you search for. For example, last year I searched for Canada flights, and till this day... I still get ads that remind me of that trip I want to make. On TV, they play ads depending on the audience that is watching. McDonald's, Disneyland, and cereal commercials run during kids' shows. Medicine commercials run during daytime because of the old people watching. And beer, cars, and beauty products run during prime time. Because that's when young adults come home from work. So in, in a way, it is safety and a marketing tool everybody uses. We get it. The problem lies on us. How much information are we given? When we post a picture and a location that we are current on, we are given an open invitation to someone. When we download an app on our phone, we are given outside access to record every word we text. We really don't know, and we even might give them free access to our camera by downloading these apps. When we post on social media, every fucking thing we do during the day, we are given schedules, abilities, dislikes, basically a psychological pattern that could go against us one day. For example, me, this fucking podcast. This fucking podcast can come around in the future and bite me in the fucking ass. Come for her, honey. Facebook said last week that they indeed track private conversations on the Facebook Messenger. <laughs> and that they are doing it for our own safety. 
On the undercover footage, the guys at Cambridge Analytica said that they have effectively changed the course of political history of countries by spreading fake news, dropping a stunt on political opponents, and making people change the narrative of their lives. And hold on to your whips, honey. Because according to BuzzFeed News, the gay hookup App Grinder has been sharing information with companies also, including HIV status. Those companies have access to the users' precise GPS positions and profile data like tribes, sexualities, relationship status, ethnicities, and phone IDs. Of course, Grinder insists the reason it has been sharing people's highly sensitive health information is an effort to make the app better. Quote, no Grinder user information is sold to third parties, the company says. We pay those software vendors to utilize their services. Can you imagine? What would happen if someone with a malicious intent got a hold of that information? How much damage can they make? We are so close to witness digital terrorism. Mark my words. That's going to be a new, a new thing that is going to happen in the world. Digital terrorism. This is something I had to talk with my parents because they want to keep up with the times and they are active on social media, which is not a crime. The problem is oversharing information, clicking where you shouldn't click and believing fake news. In my country, it's elections year and the fake news are spreading like wildfire. I don't mind who wins. I just want my friends and family to have facts so everything I see around I try to fact check. It's not that I want to be an asshole about it, but damn, people believe anything these days. So, the question is, what can you do? Protect yourself. It's as simple as that. There's an article on the New York Times called How to Protect Yourself and Your Friends on Facebook. There you can find everything you need to know about your Facebook security settings and how to help stop this crazy data breach that is totally going to get worse, you guys. And like the great RuPaul says, if you don't protect yourself, how the hell you gonna protect somebody else? Can I get an amen up in here? We'll let the music play. And now it is time for the queer fact. This month, but in 1895, British poet and playwright Oscar Wilde was arrested for gross indecency and had his final trial in which he was sentenced to two years of hard labor when he was asked about the phrase, the love that dare not speak its name on the poem Two Lovers by his rumored lover, Lord Alfred Douglas, that made allusion to Wilde. He said, there's nothing unnatural about it. 
it is intellectual and it repeatedly exists between an elder and a younger man. When the elder man has intellect and the younger man has all the joy, hope and glamour of life before him. That it should be so, the world does not understand. The world mocks at it and sometimes puts one in the pillory for it. Oh honey, and I'm here 133 years late into this gig. I will have dated Oscar Wilde all day long. There's something about a smart man who has the creativity to the roof. And he also had a dry sense of humor that I absolutely love. Wilde died years after his punishment and uh, annoying boy toy Alfred died in 1945 and not before spending most of his time bashing Oscar and faking some kind of ex-gay crap. I'm telling y'all, these twinks are toxic. It happened in 1895 and it's happening now. I'm gonna do an episode about those motherfuckers. You just wait and see. And now it's time for the gag of the week. This week's gag is a good one. Oh my god, you guys. Acelia Banks released her first single of her upcoming album. The song is called Anna Wintour. It is officially her best song. And mark my words, it is going to be one of the best songs of 2018. Like I told a friend, this song is her bad romance. That's how good it is. Go stream it. Go buy it. Support Acelia. She's behaving. And at the end of the day, she's one of the greatest, most talented, and the realest in the game. And like every week, I'm gonna give you the word of the day. The word of the day is spaghetti. Yes, honey, spaghetti. You know someone, we all know someone. It is slang for straight men who are straight until in a sexual situation with the same sex. This slang comes handy when a straight guy says he's straight. Just look him in the eyes and tell him, so is his spaghetti until it's wet. Oh wow. Oh honey. And I know several men who are just a step away from doing it. Oh yes honey. They just need the right place and the right time. Oh at all. Believe me you. They are everywhere. Including someone you might know. They're all bottom. This concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening you guys. Don't forget to subscribe. Thank you so much for my new subscribers. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Don't forget to share the podcast with everyone. Welcome to the new listeners of the podcast. I'm gonna be back next week for a new episode of Queer As Pop. Until then, I hope you have a popping week. <laughs>